Hey, my name is Jordan from Fallen Manga Studios, and you're listening to this freaking show, the best podcast around. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis D, and alongside me this evening... Awkward Colin, Geekcast Joe, and Clint, and Clint. Yes, I'm Clint. I'm so glad you're back again. And it's weird Me because too. I I say that every time you come back, and it's, there's never an opportunity where I don't mean it when I say it. Because <laughs> it's a, it's always a total joy to have you on here, and I'm glad that we finally like had the uh, concept of asking ahead of time if you're going to be part of the intro or not. Because the first time you were, and I didn't know that, and then the second time you weren't, and I thought you were, I'm glad we're getting this figured out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first time I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to jump in there. And then I thought about it. And the second time I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't my show. I'm overstepping my bounds. I will be quiet this time. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of your first time being on this show was like, it was at the very end. And I can't remember how many shows we did before you came on, but we always had the same ending. Where I say my name, Constance, his name, Joyce, is his name, and I go the whole thank you for watching or thank you for listening to another episode. I loved how like you threw yourself in the end there without even figuring out if you were or not. <laughs> we just like talked over each other, and I felt like a douche because I'm like, here's the guy who took time out to come onto our show, and I'm pretty much just not including him in the the close of the show. But I'm glad it didn't uh, cause a rift between us in a professional way, if you will. So I'm glad I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're here, and I'm glad we get to do another one of these um, movie altering contests that we still have yet to come up with a good name for. Yeah, we're gonna have to come up with one for these. I'm gonna yeah. have to I'm gonna have to figure that out. Yeah, you would think after because this is the fourth time we've done this. You would think after four times there'd finally be a name. I mean, obviously it probably had the word freaking in it at some point, but you know, freaking sequels. <laughs> Well, they're not all sequels. They're sometimes remakes. Freaking remakes. <sighs> How goes it, Joe? This it goes freaking fun. movie shit. This freaking our, movie stuff. Our freaking flicks. Oh, yeah. Mm, you're on to something there. I, I'm feeling that one. Let's go with that one. Let's. Hit, our guest will uh, run our shows for now on. Because, <laughs> because I, not, I like that. Freaking flicks. That's what we're calling this for now on. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. Because that could be everything. So that could yeah, be exactly. Everything. It could encompass. You know, we've done the reboots. We're doing sequels. Mm-hmm. You know, reimaginings. Whatever mm-hmm. it it like encompasses it. all of it. I'm, I dig it. I dig it. So, but I'm I, I'm I, doing swell, Travis. I'm uh I'm almost done with my uh, first four fingers of bourbon for the evening. Oh God, Joe. <laughs> That's good, man. I'm I'm glad. Because that worked out so well last time. It works out every time. <laughs> Just maybe not to anyone's liking. Gotcha. Um, Clint, I'm pretty sure we don't need to do this, but just for the sake of doing it, because I love doing this. For the for those who do not really know who you are, and by now everyone should know who you are, you want to kind of give everyone an idea of uh, who Clint is and where Clint comes from? I'm just a homeless guy that they found on the streets downtown Chicago one day. That's true. They handed me a microphone and they're like, here, you're going to 
come on to our show and we're going to build you up. It was kind of like this whole reverse pretty woman thing. We went to Chicago, found some homeless man, handed him a laptop, a fucking microphone, and a hotspot and said, Sunday night, talk to you then. <laughs> that's, that's what I do with my free time. Here's some money out. for Taco John's. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke, everybody. Oh, fucking no, God. But, no, but anyway, I'm the host of the Geek Dig podcast. Um, me and my buddies Skip, Steve, and Ian, we just sit around and just talk and shoot the breeze and just geek out over a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> and uh, I'm also part of uh, two other shows. Ironically, both of those are on hiatus at the moment um the green up gaming podcast and the ridiculous ramblings podcast uh ridiculous ramblings is currently broken down because jared's laptop died and we're actually about to start doing green up again i think like in another week or so because uh ryan is moving into his new place as we speak fantastic nice nice now with uh with bringing up hi- hiatus and all that um, I haven't really asked you about this or your thoughts, but how do you feel about Fifth Cast not producing uh, shows? Well, I honestly, I mean, obviously, I love the show. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the show. I love Fear, MDI, Razor, but. I think this is I think this is good for them. I think if this is you know what they feel they need to do, you know, I I talk to fear a lot outside of podcasting and I think that you know if he needs to shift and readjust focus a little bit, you know, and you know, it'll just help him to come back even that much stronger. I think it's a good thing. You know, and plus, even though he's not recording, I still get to talk to him all the time. So I'm really not personally missing out on anything. So I'm all good. Yeah. I mean, it's nice. To, it's nice to say so is Fear Cast and all that stuff. But I remember full chemistry did all three of those uh, guys. Yeah. Well, two guys and that girl, uh, the wife, Fear's wife, I guess. I don't know if people know that or not, or if I'm breaking the fourth wall of that information. But uh, um, it's. it's pretty obvious and then yeah. razor is mdi's brother mm-hmm. yeah so and it's just i missed because like the chemistry had was amazing i mean you, they still get it and um uh the fifth cash drinks and all that stuff and i still get to hear fear and in his interviews on fear cast and all that stuff mm-hmm. but it's still weird because fifth cast was the first um uh, I don't know how to pro- I don't know how to say this without it sounding weird. So you know, like you get like celebrities who do podcasts, but then you get like other people who do podcasts. Like, anyway, so I used to so I listen to Stone Cold podcast a lot, but I always category categorize that as like, um, like a top tier kind of podcast. Like, yeah, it's gonna sound shitty. And I'm not trying to disrespect Fifth Guest in any way. But I always put like Fifth Cast on the same level as us, just a little bit higher because of their fan base and following. But they were the first um, 
non-celebrity podcast that I listen to. And like okay. that, I'm just listening to them kind of like what yeah. helped motivate me more. I mean, and Clint, obviously you did too. So I don't think I'm not giving you any credit because you were part of that as well. But fifth cast was, it kind of helped me understand the concept of putting together a podcast with uh, more than one person in it or, you know, two, three people. In it. I mean, granted, they're Canadian, so not everything was right. But, <laughs> but it, I mean, it sucked that it was gone. And I guess that was the point I was trying to get across. Just I didn't know if I was the only one who's making this a big deal or not. I hear what you're saying. They're they're like your uh, role models, your heroes. No, I wouldn't say that. Your um, evidence that you can do this. What's a muse? Could I, could I, that can works. I say muse? muse works. Okay, yeah. they're my muse. There we go. Yeah, I wouldn't say hero, though. I mean, they are Canadian. So <laughs> let's, let's not go nuts. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, they motivate me to be better. So... I guess that would be the most important thing. But anyways, irregardless then, I mean, obviously I was hoping for Clint and me to have a moment there to reminisce about it, but apparently Clint don't give a shit, so whatever. No, I do. No, because, no, I don't. No, fuck dude, you, Clint. fear was no. very instrumental with me early on. Mm-hmm. Because I remember I was actually at a Walker Stalker Con, and I had my phone with me, and I got a notification for, you know, like one of those Twitter DMs, and... I look and I'm, you know, reading through it and it's fear. And he was, you know, trying to reach out to different people. And, and I was like, you know what? I was like, this guy doesn't seem like a total douche. You know, I was like, yeah, this guy seems all right. I was like, however, I am at a con and I really can't talk to this guy right now. <laughs> so I was like, dude, do not take this as I don't want to talk to you, but. I'm actually at this con today, and uh, I can talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, let me hit you up tomorrow, and we'll, you know, we'll continue this. Yeah. And Some... he was kind of thinking, okay, yeah, this guy, I probably weirded him out. He's not going to he's not gonna message me back, but I did, and the rest is history. Yeah. See, I'm trying to remember or try to figure out how – we all kind of got intertwined with each other. Because I remember the first time we talked. I mean, you created all those, like, animated pictures for this freaking show, which I still have. Yeah. Those were fun. Those were awesome. But I'm trying to figure out, like, how we even connected in the first place. I know it had to be off of Twitter. But I don't remember how I found, like, your podcast. I don't know how I found their podcast. I don't know. Because obviously I'm assuming you guys didn't find me. I had to have found you. Because, I mean, you guys have been around for a lot longer than I have. Yeah, but at the time, I was going through a blitz of uh, reaching out to different people. And I think you might have even come up in, like, one of my searches or something. And I might have just started following you and we just started talking, possibly. Uh, Probably did. And I'm glad that. I'm glad that that, uh, we came into each other's lives here because... It's always an enjoyable uh, time that we have here on this show when you're with us. Um, this has to be... How many times have you been on our show now? Five? I want to say this is the fifth. Because I know we did the fourth... This will be the fourth video of the freaking... What did you just call Freaking Flicks? What? Freaking Flicks. So this is the fourth Freaking Flicks that we did. 
Um, but you were also on additionally with, I think it was you and Fear. I can't remember what yeah, the hell we talked about we, that day. We were but... just talking about horror movies. <laughs> so I think, I think right now, I think you're tied with CJ as our uh, most, uh, um, most uh, constant. I don't know, fucking Joey. What's the word? For what? Sorry. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Fear was on, or not Fear, Clint was on five times, CJ's been on five times, so they're tied for the most what of our show? Uh, Give me a word here, Joe. Most number of appearances? Most appearances? You're the fucking college Uh, kid here, and you can't give me a better word than that? The most repeat offender? (laughs) I hate you. I I love you. you. (laughs) Colin, what's the word? Look, I'm not trying to milk to you with my wanton vocabulary. All three of you are pretty much college educated, and you can't give me one word other than most. I hate you. I, I hate mean, this. Why? Sandwich. Why do you need a better word than that? I need a better word, Joey. You're supposed why? to be my. You're supposed to be my thesaurus. You're supposed to educate me as we go through, man. That was the deal. You give me better words. We had this talk. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 googling. <laughs> no, it's totally cool. I want I want to move past this because now it's just it's just awkward and weird and fucking. Luckily, this is Clint and no other guest because any other guest would just fucking left by now. <laughs> just hang up. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck these guys. Whereas I have He's the willingness and capability of driving it even further and even making it more awkward. <laughs> oh fuck yeah. But Anyways. also a little bit of restraint. Yeah, well, dude, uh, me podcast a suit podcast, man. I don't want to consider you like a guest anymore. I think after five times, I would consider you more like, um, I was gonna say celebrity co-host, but yes, I mean you can be related to us now. <laughs> okay. You are like our very older brother. Yes. Extremely. <laughs> Low, Take low. out the very. Extremely? Ah, oh, you fucker. Oldest you're Carl's <laughs> first son. Oldest brother? You're like, you're like if we all shared a dad, right? And him and <laughs> your mom oh. uh, got together at 18. And he so. got knocked. I'm not done. And then uh, she got knocked up. And then had you. And then about 10 years later, he has some money. Thumps her ass. Married a hot 20-something-year-old and has three more boys, one after each year. See, we're with, the, we're with the hot mom and the wealthy dad. And then you're that old <laughs> dude that comes into our life a little bit later. But still brother nonetheless. Because you're old. Might be the most insulting description I've the... ever heard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I... Have an interruption in my connection. Crackle, crackle, crackle. I'm going. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> uh, all jokes aside, Clint, I'm glad you're here. And like Colin said before we started the show, happy birthday to you, man. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad your birthday was amazing. Um, I would love to get into the topics that we talked about before the show. But we need to get through all three of your guys' uh, movies tonight, so I don't want to 
take too much time away from that because I want to give you guys enough time to do what we're doing tonight. So, if, um, I mean, if you guys got anything else you want to share before we start or we just want to dive right into it or. I'm ready when you people are. Oh, yeah. You. I'm good to go. Perfect. Um, okay. So, we're doing our freaking flicks. Um, and basically, the topic of this one is we're taking uh, movies that have child based characters and give them a sequel 20 years into the future. We're doing uh, we're doing Goonies, we're doing Sandlot, and we're doing Stand By Me. Uh, Clint, you did uh, you got Sandlot. Mm-hmm. Joey's doing Goonies, and Colin's doing Stand By Me. Now, Colin has already volunteered to go last. So, it's I'm gonna get, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys uh, to whoever want to go first. Um, you know, Clint, <laughs> Clint, since uh, since you're the guest and uh, you are the oldest here, so we'll definitely respect our elders. I'm gonna let you decide if you want to go first or second. I'm gonna go second. This All time. right, Joey, you'll be uh, you're going first, and uh, I'm not gonna be involved in this one. I know a lot of you guys who listened to the last episode where Clint won and Clint uh, partaked in um, the um, the fun. Uh, I don't do that because I like to look down from above rather than be like in line as an equal. So I'm going to do that instead. Word. Word. Uh, okay, Joey, so you have the Goonies. So let's hear what happened to the Goonie characters 20 years later. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I would just recast uh, the same cast of, of kids, except uh, Jeff Cohen, who played Chunk, uh, is no longer an actor. So I would replace him with Mark Ruffalo. Um, yeah, so so in the 20 years that have passed since the Goonies, uh, Sloth has passed away. Um, they found his family. They returned him home. Uh, everyone was given uh, a share of the treasure. They're all successful, wealthy individuals, and they've kind of gone their separate ways and uh, lost touch. But Sloth, uh, on his death, um, or rather his, his caretaker, I guess, um, Chunk, um, manages to to bring them all back for the funeral where he reveals that uh, Sloth has drawn another treasure map. And uh, so they, they sort of go on this, this adventure to find the, the new treasure and in doing so reconnect as good friends. Um, and, and it's just, a, it's a good wholesome uh, refinding their ch- childhoods adventure, uh, at least for the first half. And then they start dying off. It takes a hard left turn, and it turns out Chunk, resentful for having to be Sloth's caretaker for the past 20 years, uh, begins murdering them off to take the treasure for himself. And he emerges victorious at the end. Because there are no happy endings. Oh, jeez. Wow. Um... Uh, Joey, um, what kind of genre is this movie? Uh, is, is it a horror movie? It's a horror movie. It's, it's, it's changed a to a horror movie. movie. Yep. And so it's, uh, we it's have... titled uh, Goonies Die Hard. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know, man. Hey, 
Goonies well, never like say die. They just do it. Yep. I like <laughs> it, though. I mean, I, I like the twist and everything. That's really fucking cool. So, you, you're not replacing Chubby Chunk with a chubby adult? No, no, I'm not. If you actually go look at Jeff, Jeff Cohen now, uh, he has turned into a really good-looking guy. Uh, and I think that plays into why he wants revenge. I mean, they won't even let him in the clubhouse unless he does the truffle shuffle. And uh, that's, well, tra- that's traumatic. That's traumatic for, okay, for young okay. Chunk. This, this is what's going to make or break this movie. Does Mark Ruffalo do the truffle shuffle? <laughs> yes. This is Oscar winning, man. I, <laughs> fucking I, Bruce Banner. I, yeah, Bruce doing Banner the doing the truffle shuffle. Truffle shuffle. The truffle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> I said what I said. Nice. I like that, Joey. Thanks. Good. Thanks. That's good. I could I could honestly tell you that that was your best one yet. Thank you. I, it's I definitely the, the one I had the most it. prep that went into it. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's a lot easier when we gave each other a week heads up rather than like two days before. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good job, Joey. Um, Thanks. Thanks. Clint, you're up, sir. You All are. Uh, so you're you're doing Sandlot. I am. We're doing twenty years after. Now, see, and this one's a little weird. So, Sandlot. For Joey and Colin, I'm sure you guys have a lot better memory of Sandlot than Clint does because Clint admitted that it's been a while since he's seen the movie. But because he's still, old. That's true, because he is old. <laughs> so, But I do applaud you for doing the sequel for it with the memory that you had because especially when you get older, your memory starts to wander. But that's near here or there. Um, in the movie, they do kind of show you towards the end like a different... Like They do show you a futuristic thing. You know, They show you where uh, the two main characters... Uh, Rodriguez is playing uh, in the major leagues, and um, I can't remember the other guy, but the, the dorky guy is a sports announcer, yeah, right? he's like the main character, right? Yeah. So, Clint, um, do you remember that part of the movie? No. Okay, cool. I just wanted to see if you were going to use that part in your uh, sequel or not. So, because you don't, I'm going to assume you didn't, uh, which is good. So, I'm going to uh, stop taking your time and uh, let you uh, go on with what you got. Okay. So, the movie starts off 20 years later, obviously, and they're all in the, you know, they're all in the same town, um, you know, but the, you know, the original kids are all grown up, families of their own, you know, working their various jobs, and the kids kind of mirror their parents, you know, they were kind of outcast a little bit, but they were just good friends and loyal to each other. And you, you get that feeling like, you know, from the Goonies or like from watching It or Stranger Things. They were kind of the, you know, the outcast kids that stuck together. Okay. And just like their fathers, they love baseball. And that love came from hearing stories about the adventures that their fathers had on the sandlot. And, you know, they saw how, you know, it, you know, helped build their friendships and everything. So it's a very special place for them. 
And, you know, they play on the very same Sandlot until one day it's sectioned off and they see a sign that basically says that the lot is sold, that it's under new management, you know, and that there's going to be a development going up. And basically with this movie, the boys have to stick together in order to save the, the Sandlot from this evil corporation. So they're trying to enlist the help of their fathers and you would think that they would help out knowing what it means to the kids and everything, but they don't because the fathers are, cause it's like one of these huge, like mega store kind of things that is going to be coming in and they're thinking it could help bring, you know, like revenue and help improve the town overall. You know, they, it's like they know what it means to the kids, but, you know, in, in their mind, they're thinking, no, this is, you know, something that'll be, you know, good for, you know, them. They don't need the lot to be friends, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of their mentality. Um, so they end up finding uh, aid or somebody to work with them in the unlikeliest of places. Uh, in the grandson of uh, the old man who owned Hercules. Um, the grandson now owns the house, and he actually is a fan of baseball, and he remembers stories that his grandfather told him about these kids and seeing their adventures, you know, while in the sandlot and, you know, playing baseball and everything, and You know, that kind of helped build the grandson's appreciation of baseball. So, basically, the grandson, whose name is Peter, uh, gets the kids. They go to the developer's office to try to reason with them, you know, to try to convince them to find another plot of land or just not build the store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the developers trying to explain to them, nope, you're just going to have to be grown up about this. This is good for the future of the town. You're just going to have to let go of childish things. You can play, play ball somewhere else. And the kids are pleading with them, just sharing how they're supposed to be, you know, how the kids are supposed to be the future. And, you know, that this lot trying to explain how much it means to them, how it you know, what it meant to their fathers and their families and how that's, you know, passed on down to them. And, you know, that it's, you know, the vision that their kids are going to be, you know, on that same lot someday. And, you know, they're trying to appeal to the developer's human nature. And it sort of ends there because there's going to be a sequel. All right. So it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger. You don't know what's going on. Clint, I love that you're on here because you make like because like you explain the entire fucking story, and that's what I love about you. Well, thank you. 
This was the first time I didn't take a completely dark turn, but I'm kind of glad that, um, you know, that was taken <laughs> with uh, the Goonies for me. Yeah, well, I see, and, and I'm I'm glad you didn't. I mean, like, and I was, I, honestly, I was expecting some kind of, like, you know, somebody was going to get, like, fucking skull fucked or whatever the hell you did in the uh, one <laughs> Disney movie. That was Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you kept it with being a like a almost like a child based um movie. And what's awesome is like it's not like and it's completely different than what um was thought of because you didn't really base it too much like you, you, you based it on the main characters uh previous but also on their kids. It's not just all about the kids from the past as adults. You know, you you, you still made it a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Which is really awesome, and uh, he, he kept everything pretty much the same, but like <laughs> changed changed the plot. You know, he still got that that junkyard owner and all that shit. So that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm happy. Fuck yeah, man. I'm I'm a complimental guy. I, I like to give compliments and shit. You know, <laughs> gold stars and participation awards and shit. So, ooh, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget, next week we are doing our Follow Our Star Award. So if you guys have a, a nomination you want to uh, submit to us, make sure you get that in. That's true. That is true. So um, so good job, Clint. Uh, I'm, I, I think I may have missed it. I'm not entirely sure. Did your uh, sequel have a name? Can we just pretend like the Sandlot Two didn't exist? Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, absolutely. I wish it didn't. Then I'm just calling this one the Sandlot Two. That was unfortunately, I just did not come up with a creative title for it. Oh come on! I mean nothing. I mean, come on now. I mean Goonies, Die Hard. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> leaving come the Sandlot. With- he do Ooh. Sandlot lethal weapon or something. L- leaving lost Sandlot. <laughs> leaving lost Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Nah, it's cool. Like I wasn't even, I wasn't even, I wasn't even wanting like titles and shit for the movies. I, I all I wanted was was a plot line, and so far everything is great, and it could only get better with Colin. Because this guy uses his fucking mind to create some of the fucked up movies that I've ever heard of. So I'm super excited. Like, and nothing against you guys, but I think this is the best for last situation that I'm always hoping to get. Because <laughs> Colin, Colin always seems to blow me away when he does this. Okay, like I, I just want to say, point out, one of the positives about Sandlot 2, mm-hmm. it has Thurman Merman in it. <laughs> <laughs> The one thing out of the entire movie is that Thurman Merman's in it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, See, that's why I love Colin. Silver linings and everything. (laughs) Oh, shit. All right, Colin. I'm building up the hype for you, bro. So, uh, oh, geez. And and I'm, and I'm, I'm really excited about this one because this movie, you, me, and Derek, like, we watched it a lot when we were younger. Oh, yeah, this is one of my favorite ones. This was, a, I mean, this this is definitely one of my favorites. Um, so I'm really excited to see what you do with it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so because I'm not, we only have limited time. I can't go into full details on it. But. No, go into detail, bro. Um, so I'm doing Stand by Me, uh, sequel twenty years later. I was trying to figure out how old they were in the actual movie because they don't actually state how old they were, but I imagine in their teens probably. Yeah, What'd twelve, thirteen. Say? Yeah, twelve, yeah. thirteen, somewhere around there. Yeah, like they're they were they weren't old enough to be out on their own, but they they're at that age where they yeah, have to like tell they their can't parents. drive, so yeah, and they have to tell their parents they're sleeping over someone else's house, and say, I would say somewhere around twelve, thirteen. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, they seem to be like <laughs> eighth grade on the cusp of going to high school. Yeah, which Agreed. is usually like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, depending. Okay, so I'd well, say like thirteen. Well, my uh, um, story is called uh, Stand By Me, The Lost Story, uh, because it is going to be done pretty much the exact way uh, the first one was, which was just the writer telling the story of in the past. And um, <clears throat> this is where he is telling the story again. Um Instead of it being by the person who I found out was Richard Dreyfus in the original one, um, it's pretty much just going to be the same. It's all the characters are pretty much the same people who played them, except mm-hmm. for uh, Chris, who was played by River Phoenix, who passed away at the age of twenty-three, so he would not be able to reprise his role. <laughs> Uh, in place, that would be difficult. Is, in place, he is being uh, portrayed by Johnny Depp. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a reason because of that. Because so. it's directed by Tim Burton? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, actually, I, I I liked who uh, I liked how it was done in the first one. So I'm not I'm not really going to change or go into details who's directing and all that, but. Um, Gordy, this is 20 years later, has become a writer and, um, he has, he has just settled down with his, uh, his wife, uh, and she is, uh, currently pregnant with her first son. Um, and as I stated, uh, Chris, who was portrayed by River Phoenix, is being played by Johnny Depp. He has uh, gone off, went to college, became a lawyer. Um, And if you know uh, the movie, it actually is taking place of what they actually said at the end of the movie. Because if you recall it, Gordy, who's the writer, states what everyone's done since mm-hmm. they did. Uh, that Chris and Gordy had to remain friends, and then Teddy and Vern had... They have pretty much stopped uh, talking, but the, they just said they drifted apart. So um, they still have each other's numbers, and they they don't talk as much as they used to. Um Vern will be reprised as Jerry O'Connell. 
So after after 20 years has passed, he's lost his weight. Um, and he, he has uh, got married right out of high school. And uh, pretty much... Uh, popped out some children pretty much hasn't really tried to strive for a better life I mean he's he's fine with the simple life he just works in a local lumberyard um, which is in Pigeonfield Tennessee oh and I forgot to state that Chris uh, went to college became a lawyer and now practices law in New York City <coughs> he's a big guy you know, all hoity-toity. And Teddy, uh, he, you know, he's he's going to re- be reprised this by Corey Feldman. Um, a- after a while, he, uh, he, he tried to join the Army and got turned down uh, because of some issues. Uh, had bad vision and uh, ear injury, so... They kind of was like, hey, no, nah, we can't take you. Uh, because with that, he got really depressed and pissed off at life. So he uh, decided to get into the crime aspect of things uh, and served time in prison. Hmm. Um, after serving time in prison, he pretty much uh, just started doing local jobs. He... Uh, Currently resides in Santee, South Carolina. Um, <coughs> and like I said, this is being told by Gordy, who has become a writer. Um, he will be reprised by Will Wheaton. Uh, and he lives in Bangor, Maine. Uh, and like I said, he's a writer and married his wife and they're expecting their first child. Well, it, it all starts with uh, Gordy. He he's trying to think of a good story to write, and he he's just like, yeah. He's trying to think of the next story to go on after his first story, "Stand by Me," where obviously first story where they the four kids went off on the trip to go find uh the dead body they heard about and all that so but in this story it's he's telling it back in the past again where this story is uh is he's gonna tell about the trip that they took to go back to oregon because after Stand By Me and they grew up out of high school, they all moved surprisingly over to the East Coast, which they didn't really know about. But like I said, they they kind of drifted. Teddy and Vern drifted apart and from them, uh, Gordy and Chris, and they still have each other's numbers. But um, so it's telling them. Uh, Gordy has uh, trying to decide um, trying to think of a story for his book and um, 
He's just trying to get ideas out there. So he decides to <laughs> reunite the gang and maybe he can get a awesome like ideas for story by going with the three other guys that they used to when they were a kid and do some adventure like that. Obviously they're all older now, it's 20 years and they can all drive. <laughs> um, so Gordy scrambles around, finds his stuff. He, uh, calls up Chris says, Hey, I want to get together and take a road trip back to, to our old town, our old town of, uh, Brownsville, um, Oregon. So, uh, <laughs> he calls him up, says, "Hey, let's let's do this trip." So Chris is just like, "Yeah, I could take some time off. I got time to do." So he invites Chris up there to come out to the house in uh, Banger, and then he calls up Teddy and also Vern. Invites them. They both they're all excited. They're like, "Yeah, let's do this." Uh, let's have a let's have an adventure like we did back in the day. Um, so <laughs> they all get together and they decide that they're going to take a trip cross country from Bangor all the Maine all the way to back to Oregon. They're uh, three thousand four hundred forty eight mile trip. Uh, so they they've taken a week off. They, they're like, we're going to do this. We, we can do this. <laughs> so it starts out. They're driving. Uh, they, they just go through the towns, driving and everything. And <laughs> they're, they just are catching up for the most part to begin with. <laughs> Telling everybody how life's been and stuff. Vern's telling how how after high school how his family's been and how he's just enjoying working the lumberyard out in Tennessee and Vern I mean they all, they all have those same quirky things like Vern's still kind of like that like loose cannon uh you know just cuz his dad dad did stuff to him it wasn't good and uh Gordy, I mean, obviously his brother died. He's moved past that always. Stuff. His Chris, like I said, be a lawyer and all. So they are all catching up, just making their way back. And uh, <laughs> pretty much right around Chicago. They get into Chicago and their uh, car starts to uh, break down. But needless to say, it's in the uh, bad part of Chicago, South Side. And uh, they they have to, it's at night when it breaks down, so they have to kind of, hey, we got to find out what we're going to do here and uh, get this taken care of. So when the, they, they managed to find a shop to... Uh, get their car fixed at 
And it actually is being run by uh, lost his name. Sorry. Uh, in one second. By Keith or Sutherland. Um, it appears that Keith or Sutherland, uh, who was there, Keith or Sutherland plays the character, I should say, <laughs> Ace. It's the shops run by Ace, Merrill. The guy who tormented them when they were younger. Uh, so they're just like, oh shit, it's Ace. They all, they all recognize the name as soon as they saw it. Um, but since it's been a long time, years have passed. Uh, it, since Ace was such a bad person when he was younger, he, he got into a lot of trouble and, uh, it's kind of cost him, um, he uh, ended up being paralyzed in a car accident because oh, wow. if you guys remember, uh, they used to drive around hitting uh, mailboxes with baseball bats. Mm-hmm. And uh, <coughs> they they were doing that after that whole Stand By Me incident and ended up wrecking the car and actually getting in an accident where it paralyzed him. So he's actually a uh, cripple, but he actually owns his own shop in Chicago. Um, good guys. And <clears throat> he basically, I guess it's humility. Uh, I think that's the word. Um, I, where you feel sorry for what you did in the past or mm, remorse. Remorseful. Okay. So he feels remorseful about how he treated, how he pretty much wanted to kill these kids when they were younger. And uh, with that, he, uh, I mean, they were terrified when they found the shop, but they knew they had nowhere else to go. Uh, And he ended up talking to him and he ended up giving them the entire job for free. So <laughs> they thank him so much that they, they, they just like, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, we could have done this without you. So they continue on their trail back to, uh, on their way out and they just taking in the sights, you know, loving Illinois construction that it has plenty of, and uh, making their way through Wisconsin, Minnesota, and then they get to South Dakota, where <laughs> they uh, they just love the scenery that they're out in, and they they they're like, you know what? There's stuff out here. Let's go see this. So they go see like Mount Rushmore. Um, they go see Crazy Horse. 
um, the Badlands, the Buffaloes, all that. <laughs> um, well, once they're out there in the Badlands, they, like I said, they wanted to see the Buffalo and stuff. When they were out there, they uh, got out, and Teddy, because he's a crazy son of a bitch, starts taunting the Buffalo and stuff, and <clears throat> just riling him up, and it ends up... Uh, he ends up getting the buffalo to start chasing them all. Um, so they they run through all fucking the badlands, trying to get away from the buffalo, and are ch- hiding up in a tree basically. Uh, and then all of a sudden, an entire herd of buffalo come through. Because uh, <laughs> that's what they do. They they walk in herds out there, and. So they let the herds pass, and then they they get down. Obviously, they're all pissed off at Teddy. Um, or I was saying Vern, sorry, Teddy, because he's the crazy one. And <laughs> they're all pissed off at him. You could have got us killed and all that. And he and then Teddy breaks down and saying, "I could have been in the army and blah 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 this." Just having like huge sob story and all that, and they end up <coughs> camping out there that night because they kind of got lost because it was chasing them a long time. So they camped out there, took turns every night or took turn all night on watch, keep make sure buffaloes don't come in. Then they don't uh. They, they in the morning they finally were able to find their car, uh, but it turns out that uh, that whole entire herd of buffalo took out their car, so they end up having to uh, hitchhike um, and try and find people that will willing to pick them up. So I mean, because this is in what in the 70s late 70s so they can't just call a taxi i mean they don't really have cell phones <laughs> so they 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 manage to start hitchhiking make their way um in the you know just in the back of cars cars and trucks making their way they go through wyoming up through Yellowstone, seeing all the cities there, or seeing all the forests there and what they have to offer. And, uh, because Teddy is a loose cannon, once again, he starts stuff in the park. And Chris starts luring, uh, giving those lawyer mumbo-jumbo and stuff. Well, Vern's just off to the side, just like, yeah, I'm doing what I do because I'm just Vern. And like the other movie that has great music, throughout their entire adventure, they have the great music playing and stuff. Uh, but they're, they're all just enjoying their time, even though Teddy's causing problems and stuff. They They make their way. <laughs> down 
down through Idaho and then back up all the way into to, to Oregon. Just having a hitchhike still because Teddy Teddy really screwed him over by getting those uh, pissing off those uh, buffalo. And I mean, they just learning, hearing stories of different people they're traveling with. And they end up making it all the way back to uh, Brownsville, uh, where where they they came from, where they grew up. You know, stone throw from Castle Rock, where that kid that died was from. So they uh, they're like, yeah, we finally made it. After this, what was supposed to be like a four-day trip ended up being like a, a week-and-a-half trip <laughs> because they had to keep getting hitchhiking and finding rides. Uh, they ended up getting out there. Um, they were all uh, excited, ready to go, settle down. Um, they were making their plans, what they're going to do after this adventure that they had and they ended up going into just one of the local restaurants fast food joints out there uh randy's uh burgers and burgers and beers uh fast food (laughs) and while they were out there there was a fight that broke out and uh i mean they they were like whoa this is a fight well chris because he's a lawyer, he and the way he's been always tried that leader type, tried to try to break it up. Well, when he was trying to break it up, it ended up he ended up getting shot and uh, killed. And uh, <coughs> that that's uh, where the their adventure ended. They ended up having the funeral for him out there. Um. And after the funeral, they said their goodbyes. Um, they said this adventure was for Chris. Basically a memorial of him and stuff. Then they took out, went their back ways, where, where they came from, never forgetting Chris and how amazing he was. Um, and then it plays into... Uh, Gordy telling this story of their adventure on their road trip across the country um, and how <laughs> they, uh, with this, they decided with Chris dying and everything, Gordy, Teddy, and Vern have decided to become closer again and not drift apart, that they want to they wanna stay close and stay in each other's lives. Uh, and they and they want to help each other out when when they can and stuff. Um, and that's that's how it ends. Uh, Gordy finishes up his story, and it's just yeah, nice. Yeah. Colin, Colin, you always you always you always bring it. The yeah. table. I appreciate that. I love your stories, Colin. <laughs> now, uh, if you noticed, 
uh, in the first movie, uh, if you paid attention, Gordy mentions that Chris went off to college and became a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he ch- attempted to break up a fast food fight and he was killed. So, this oh, yeah. Is actually, this I, is actually where he died at. That's awesome. Dude, I. Bravo, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very impressed. I'm very happy. Great job. Yeah, I actually think I would like to see a movie like this. I mean, oh, obviously me not, not so many ums and. <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, that voiceover with all of them. Yeah, uh, it was good, man. You got all of you guys did good. I mean, applause. You know, to all of you, y'all, y'all did a terrific job. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. there can only be one winner, and uh, I'm not going to decide that. So we're going to let our listeners decide it. So um, we'll have a poll up on Facebook again. We will give them a week to uh, listen to the show and cast their votes, and uh, we'll find out who the winner is for our next freaking flicks. Sounds good. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Colin, um, I know you just got done talking. But uh, how about you do a little bit more talking and uh, give us uh, a little freaking state of mind? Oh, that's fine with me. Is everybody okay with that? Oh, yeah. I yeah, know I, I kind of maybe bored you and put you guys to sleep with my uh, long story. But <laughs> yeah, do we do we need uh, do we need a potty break or anything? Yeah, give a buddy. quick uh, plug Joe, need a anything? refresher? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, though. Everyone good? Perfect. All right, Colin. It's all yours. It's all Clint, yours. Clint, you ready? Clint, you ready? Yep, yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, let's get right into this. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of This Frickin' State of Mind. You know, it's that little segment in our show where we go through each state of the United States and we tell some facts about that state. <laughs> uh, we move in alphabetical order. Last uh, week, we ended with Rhode Island. And since there's only one state that begins with R, we're moving right on to the S's. And our first state was South Carolina. Um you know that good old state, south of North Carolina? <laughs> well, this is the south version of it. So, uh, let's get on. Campbell's Covered Bridge was built in 1909, and it is the only remaining covered bridge in South Carolina. And it is located off Highway 14 near Gowanville. Uh, the walls of the American fort of, on Sullivan Island in Chester, Charleston Harbor were made of spongy palmetto wood logs. This was helpful in protecting the fort because the British cannonball bounced off the logs. Uh, shh. Sorry about that, people. Uh, the city of Myrtle Beach is the center of the Grand Strand, a 60-mile crescent of beach on the South Carolina coast. In the last 25 years, Myrtle Beach has developed into the premier resort destination on the East Coast. David Robert Coker, who was born in 1870 and died in 1938, conducted his early crop improvement experiments on the family plantation in Hartsville. Beginning with 30 experimental cotton selections and methodically applying the latest techniques in the scientific breeding of crops, the work of Coker 
experimental farms played a great role in the agricultural revolution in the South. Uh, the first battle of the Civil War of the in the U.S. took place in South Carolina at Fort Sumter. Sumter. Uh, South Carolina is the nation's leading peach producer and shipper east of the Mississippi. Uh, the only Major League Baseball player to wear the name of his hometown on his uniform was pitcher Bill Boselli, and he wore number 96. Uh, the Black River Swamp Preserve is located near Andrews, South Carolina, and this slow-moving river is characterized by high concentrations of organic carbon, which accounts for the tea-colored water gives rise to diverse habitats in its widespread floodplains. South Carolina's smallest county is McCormick at 360 square miles, while the largest county is Horry, H-O-R-R-Y, at 1,134 square miles. The, a noble Catawba Indian who befriended early Camden settlers, King Haglar, is often called the patron saint of Camden. Uh, today he reigns over Camden in the form of a life-sized weathered vein which graces the tower of what was once the circa 1886 Opera House. Uh, stretching 60 miles from Little River to Georgetown, South Carolina, Grand Strand is one of the most popular tourist destinations in the U.S. The Stump House, the Stump House Mountain Tunnel was started in 1856 by a railroad company and is bored for more than a mile into the granite heart of the of fabled Stump House Mountain. The coming of the Civil War in 1859 ended the work of the, on the project. Some years ago, Clemson University made blue mold cheese in the tunnel successfully for the first time in the South. <laughs> Tyler Brothers Work Shoe and Boot Company in Wagner, Wagoner produces eight major brands of OSHA-approved safety footwear, including such famous brands as Red Wing Georgia, Northlake, and Wolverine. Uh, the Board of Public Works in Gaffney built an elevator water storage tank in the shape of a peach in 1981. The Edisto River Canoe and Kayak Trail covers 66 miles of the river for which it's named, the Edisto. It's reputed to be the world's longest free-flowing black water stream. Black water is the term that not only describes the color of the Tanian rich water, but also refers to the peaceful rate of the flow that characterizes such rivers. Uh, <coughs> the Argent train engine number seven was donated to the town of Hard Hardaville. Upon the closing of the Argent Lumber Company, the narrow gauge train is a rarity and attracts many people from across the nation. Every few years, Irmo has a sighting of some kind of water monster that inhabits Lake Murray. The monster first surfaced in 1973 when residents of Irmo and Bellatine saw a cousin of the Loch Ness Monster. It was described in the Independent News in 1980 
as a cross between snake and something prehistoric. <coughs> Johnston is called the hub of the ridge because it is located at the meeting place of the three river systems which flow away from the ridge. The fertile plateau about 30 miles long between the clay hills to the north and the sands hills to the south. Sweet grass basket making has been a part of the Mount Pleasant community for more than 300 years. Basket making is a traditional art form that has been passed on from generation to generation. Bomb Island on Lake Murray each spring and summer is home to a very unusual event. Each year, thousands of purple martins return to this island to roost for the summer. The island has been declared a bird sanctuary and is quite the sight to watch these birds to return to Bomb Island each day around sunset. <clears throat> there is an old saying in Marion, South Carolina, that anyone who drinks water from the catfish creeks become infatuated with the area and wishes to remain there. Uh, red spider lilies were first planted in the U.S. in the, the Wilmington Mount Carmel area when Dr. James Morrow sent them and other plants from the Orient while he served as a surgeon with the Commodore Perry's expedition to open trade with Japan. The introduction of tobacco in 1894 rocketed Mullins into, trade, into the tobacco capital of South Carolina. As many as 200 tobacco barns sprang up throughout the community. Warehouses were also constructed, and the first tobacco sale took place on August 28, 1895, Orangeburg is known as the Garden City because of its beautiful Edisto Memorial Gardens. The Edisto Memorial Gardens display past and current award-winning roses from all American rose selections. Somerville's beauty is mirrored in her motto, the flower town in the pines. Uh, since the early 1900s, tourists have flocked to the town during the early spring to enjoy millions of spring blossoms, particularly azaleas, in private and public gardens around the, the Midtown Azalea Park. And our last fact for the great state of South Carolina is Fountain Inn is proud of the town's fa most famous native son, Clayton Pegleg Bates. Lost his leg in a cotton gin accident at the age of 12, he overcame his tragedy to become a famous dancer. His signature step was the imitation American jet plane, in which he would jump five feet in the air and land on his peg leg, with his good leg sticking out behind him. During his career, Bates performed more than 20 different times on the Ed Sullivan TV, TV show more than any other artist. <laughs> So thank you all for joining me this week in our segment of This Frickin' State of Mind. Please join me next week for our next date. Uh, back to you, Travis. Well, thank you, Colin. It's always, a, it's always a joy to get that knowledge from you. Yep. It's good. It's good. Uh, Joey, what are, you, uh, what are you freaking on this week? Um, probably the, uh, the Dark Tower. Did a lot of the finishing up the series last week and and then going to see the movie and uh, be pretty upset about the movie. And uh, yeah. So Stephen King's Dark Tower, the movie. Terrible. 
freaking upset about it. <laughs> Travis, how about you? What are you freaking out this week? Uh, well, I'm really excited uh, that... Um... Oh, shit. This comes out Saturday. Uh, this coming weekend, I am uh, going out to Derek's in Champaign. Nice. Yeah, I believe Colin's coming with me. Is that still the plan? Uh, yeah. Uh, should be. I'll see why not. Well, that's that's reassuring. Um, so, uh, yeah, going down to Derek's, uh, this will be the first time uh, I've been down there since, I guess, last time me and Colin went down there, which was like two years ago. Ooh, yeah, that's, oh, that's a long time. It's been a while. I don't I don't get out that much. You guys, Clint, I never uh, always plan, but can never really really get something together. So I really don't get out that much. But yeah, um, gonna go hang out with Derek. I don't know what we're gonna do yet. I'm hoping to find some dive bars. We could go grab some beers, for like a couple bucks and shit. And so that's the overall plan, anyways. So I'm really excited for that. Nice. Yeah. 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 Um, well, shit, I guess I guess I gotta pick someone else again. Uh, Clint, Yo. you can uh, partake with us. What are you freaking on this week? Well, I'm excited that this Friday I'm going to a King County Cougars game. Oh. And I'm getting to hang out with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while. Nice. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm still kind of, I'm kind of still riding the high from my uh, birthday party yesterday. Because I got to see a lot of out-of-state family and just some friends that I hadn't seen in, you know, a really long time. and That's awesome, man. I'm glad you are able to do that. Yeah, and actually, later this week, I'm supposed to uh, be registering for my class also. Good, good. Which has, you know, been kind of a big deal for me so, since I have one class left in order to graduate and... Uh, yeah, things are working out that I'm going to be able to take it in the fall instead of waiting until January. So I'm going to go take care of that later this week. Sweet. That's great, man. That's great. Awesome. Good for you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> Colin, best for last. Uh, once again, what's uh, what are you freaking on this week? <laughs> oh, you know, I'm just freaking on. Uh... I'm freaking on that. I'm done with school for right now. I'm during school break. So I get my, it's kind of nice not having to worry about school. Uh, I ended up getting my computer grade and I'm, I'm glad I passed. Nice. I, I would have rather passed with a better grade, but they completely changed the way these tests were done in this class, so it kind of threw me off, and mm-hmm. grades weren't as good. So, but I'm happy I'm taking a break. Nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Oh, yo, oh, I'm also freaking on that. Uh, I got a new microphone. Did you? Oh, yeah. I, I I got the Blue Yeti. Nice. You know, I thought you yeah. sounded better. No, don't. I, I'm not using it right now. Oh, well, never mind. I'm so I'm so using the normal uh, headset that I normally wore. But dude, I bought this Blue Yeti because uh, so when I do my other podcast, so I don't have to use that mixing board one I got. Mm. It's like everything's built into this. Um, I don't have uh, I don't have the headset for it yet to use it for this podcast. So mm. I'm not using it quite yet. But once I get like you know a good headset 
to plug in this and use it, I'll probably be using this a lot more often. We'll probably use this more permanently because the price you pay for this, um, it's not really nice to have it tucked away to use once a week. Yeah, it's, so it's really worth excited. using. Yeah, I got the uh, got I got it. the silver one though, so I was gonna get the blue one, but they wanted like one hundred twenty nine dollars for the blue one, and the silver one was cheaper. So yep, I'm not, I'm not gonna pay an extra six seven dollars for uh, a different color. That's uh, yeah. that's why I got the white one because it was like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. versus like one hundred and twenty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey Joe. Yeah. Every week our listeners can catch GeekCast Show here on this freaking show. But if they need more GeekCast Show throughout the week, where can they go? If you need more GeekCast Show, go blah, 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 blah. Can't talk tonight. GeekCast Blow? Blah. <laughs> if you need more GeekCast Joe, you can find me over at the GeekCast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Awesome. Clint, like I've said many, many times, it's always a pleasure to have you on this show. And for our listeners out there who want to uh, know more about you, to hear more of you, where can uh, where can they find you uh, on social media? Where can they find your show? And all that good stuff. Well, the best place to go for Geek Dig is our website, geekdigpod.com. Because the front page there has all of the links to the various platforms that we're on, which is just about anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, like iTunes, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn, The Satchel Player, Player FM, Google Play, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. As far as the Green Up Podcast, go to greenuppodcast.com or follow Green Up Podcast on Twitter. For Ridiculous Ramblings, check out RidiculousCast.com or RidiculousCast on Twitter. Uh, GeekDigPod is the Twitter for uh, for GeekDig. Uh, you can also find me a lot, possibly a little less this fall, but still almost daily on Xbox Live at Vengeful Jedi. Perfect. Awesome. That's good. I think um, I think that's wrapping up our show, right? We got through everything. Everything got done. <laughs> I sure hope right. so. Perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just by searching this freaking show. Uh, make sure you go check out uh, our website, thisfreakingshow.com, where it lists all the great guests that we have. Just like we have Clint tonight, we have had dozens of other uh, guests on our show. Um, Find all the links to uh, all their social media sites as well. Uh, make sure to, when you listen to us on iTunes, make sure you give us a rate and review because that helps us grow. And if you follow us on Podbean, or when you listen to us on Podbean, make sure you follow us there. Um, if you're into wrestling, make sure you listen to my other podcast, Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW podcast, which is also released every Saturday afternoon. So for those wrestling fans, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. As always, I am Travis Steve. I'm Awkward Colin. I'm Geekcast Joe. And I am part-time co-host Clint. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.